and or good evening wherever you are from in this big blue marble. Amen. I should say around this big blue marble. This is Reverend Nessie from New Birth Ministries. Today is December 27th, 2021. And we just got over Christmas. We I had a beautiful Christmas weekend and I pray to God that you had a beautiful Christmas weekend as well. I hope everything went good for you. I hope you had good food, good memories, brought back some memories and maybe had some visitors or something or people even calling you on the phone or whatever and maybe messaging you or sending you letters. Um, it, this is a wonderful time of the year, just like the song says, the most wonderful time of the year whenever we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, even though we don't know exactly what day he was born, but we celebrate it anyway. Amen. I would just want to get on here and give God some praise and worship and thank him for all that he's done for us. Hallelujah. Sending Jesus down from his throne in heaven of the triune God, hallelujah, and, and, and to save us from sin, hell, and death, hallelujah, redeeming us, amen, snatching us out of the devil's hand. And the only way you can get back into his hand is if you give up on Jesus and go back to your vomit. As the Bible says, a dog will return to his vomit, and you don't want to be that dog, amen, hallelujah, you do not want to be that dog. Let me look it up here, looking for, I just want to give you the uh, scripture in case you want to look it up. Hopefully I can find it really quick. There are a lot of people around this world, uh, in this world, that go back to their old ways. Once it's impossible to taste the love of Jesus Christ, amen, it's impossible to taste the love that God has for us, and then go back to a sinning life, a sinning ways. I don't understand how people do that. They're unusual. So it's not, I, I, see, I use the Strong's Concordance along with the uh, uh, Thompson Chain Reference Bible. And you could look in the back for key words. And when I looked under vomit, it wasn't there. But now I'm looking under dog and it's there. So obviously they left out a couple of these references to the word vomit. Okay, I see here um, Proverbs 26.11 and then 2 Peter 2.2.2. 2 Peter 2.2.2. Okay, so I'll read Proverbs 26.11, which is where I knew it had to be, just by the way it was written. And it says, the sluggard is, no, 26.11. Okay, it's as a... As a this is Proverbs 26, 11. As a dog returneth to his vomit, so a fool returns to his folly. And if you go back to living in sin on purpose, living your life the way you used to after you received Jesus Christ, the Bible refers to you as a dog returning to your vomit. And I know you don't want to be considered as a dog. Amen. Who wants to be considered as a dog? I know I don't. I love the Lord. He's good to me. He's been good to me. Amen. And I'm going to do everything I can to be good back to him. Amen. And let's look at uh, 2 Peter 2.2.2. 2, 2, 2. Amen. Let's see. 2.22 says, uh, But it has happened unto them, according to the true proverb, the dog is turned to his own vomit again. And the sow that was 
washed to her wallowing in the mire. So see, Second Peter is referring to, but Second Peter in a New Testament is referring to an Old Testament proverb. So that's letting you know that the Bible is the Word of God and is revered and honored to be the Word of God. The, the nation of Israel refers to the Old Testament. The New Testament and the Old Testament have similar texts at times. Amen? But as I was saying, you know, when you are blessed... Try to live the blessed life to the best of your ability. Talk like you're holy. And that doesn't mean greater than thou. I'm not talking about being greater than thou. And you don't have to talk in uh, uh, old English language with hither, thither, thus and thous. Okay, just talk. Have a good conversation. Let your conversation be known amongst men as being a godly person. Amen. And I've heard some things uh, this past weekend. that uh, by the way people talk, you will know them by the way they talk. A fool is going to be a fool. A wise person, you know a wise person when you hear them, you know? And I'm sure you've heard some as well. Just listen to how some people talk. There's a thing of enjoying yourself and having a good time, but there's also a thing of folly, just being totally simple-minded. Amen? And let's just keep those people in prayer. Hallelujah. And then you, you live holy. Okay, that means live in a way where if somebody tries, when the accuser of the brethren, let's say the devil, we know who that is. When the accuser of the brethren tries to bring you up to God and he tries to tell God you did this and you did that, he will be a liar because the devil is a liar anyway. He will be telling a lie on you. And in another thing, too, if you want to keep it that way, where he will be telling lies on you and not telling the truth is repent to Jesus Christ. If you've done something you knew you had no business doing or something that your heart is convicting you of, repent to Jesus and tell Jesus, say, Jesus, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry if I did blah, blah, blah. Please forgive me. Help me in this area. And you're automatically forgiven. Amen. So when the enemy tries, when the devil tries to go to God's throne and bring things up to God that you've done, He's a liar. He missed the mark. He missed you apologizing for it. And God's going to say, that's covered by my son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God's been so good to me that I take out time and repent of things that bother me, things that I've done or said or even thought at times that I knew was not godly. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So I know that we are in the celebratory mode, uh, Christmas of 2021, and I'm glad that Jesus was born regardless of what day and time he was born. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad that we celebrate his birth regardless of what time of the year he was born. We gave him this day. And there's something that I didn't do this time. I usually get a birthday cake that says, happy birthday, Jesus. When I had my daycare years ago, we always got a cake that said, happy birthday, Jesus. And somewhere along the line, I stopped doing that. I'm going to pick that back up again. (laughs) I just want to get a nice cake that says, happy birthday, Jesus on it. You know, God's been good to me. 
And God's been good to a lot of you listening to this as well. I pray in Jesus' name that you begin to get back all that the devil stole from you sevenfold in Jesus' holy name, starting from today. Amen. You know, Philippians 4.19 says, But my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. God is our divine supplier. There are times I know where it looks like things are low, the bills are due, you know, isn't it something how life seems to be uh, filled with bills? You wake up to bills, you go to sleep to bills, bills are always there, (laughs) you know, and nowadays we have these new cell phones and you get the notifications, ding, the bank's telling you your bank account is low or ding, a bill is due, the electric, gas or water or ding, the internet's due, it's always something, you know what I mean? Um, But we have to recognize and realize that God supplies our need. We don't get it from the bank. If you get something from the bank, you can best believe God laid it on their heart to give it to you. Every good gift comes from the Father above. James, I believe, 117. Let me go to James 117. Every good gift comes from the Father above. Amen. Yeah, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, which is this season. Amen. That's why I love Christmas. I love lights. With whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So when someone gives you something, thank God. Well, you could thank them as well, but don't forget to thank God. Amen. Hallelujah. God takes care of us. And especially if you're tithing too. Okay, tithing is a beautiful thing. I've been doing it for years now. Um, There was a time I was against tithing. And the more I talked about tithing, the more I was against tithing, the poorer I got. (laughs) I want to tell you the truth. And that's, that's how they say that God's honest truth. The more I talked about tithing, the poorer I got. I start tithing and trusting God. He's taking care of everything. God's given me things I, I wasn't even expected. I'm expecting, you know, and yes, there's times you get a little low. There's times where you, you feel like you're being tempted a little bit. The devil's trying to tempt you to do something to write out a to bounce a check or to do this or to do that. But you know, that was years ago. Amen. If you were if you were a check bouncer or whatever crazy stuff we did when we were young, the Bible says youth will be youth, right? And if you bounce checks when you were in your 20s, you're 60 years old now, 40, 50, 60 years old. Now that should be done over and done with. God will supply all of your needs. All you have to do is just sit back, fold your hands, pray and wait. God knows your needs. He knows what you're going to need before you need them. And at times it seems like he's not going to come. At times it's like, okay, Lord, you know, I need this. I need this bill taken care of right now. Right now, I only have 12 more hours. God is at 1159.59 God. He knows what you need. And, he, and another thing I found out too since I've been tithing. There are some things God doesn't want us to have because he has something that is better. There has been times where I depended on certain things, certain people or, you know, whatever uh, to help me. And God had something better, you know, hallelujah. You don't know what avenue God is going to use to bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. And I think also about let's let's continue to pray about the people who are depressed around this time of year. And I noticed the sun goes down so early. 
the sun around four or five o'clock in the evening. See, I live out in the country and it gets pitch black out here. And around four or five o'clock in the evening, it starts to get dark. You can feel it coming. And I mean, it comes on swiftly. It comes on quick, you know, and it, this is the time of the year. I don't know if you've ever thought about it, where people actually use more electricity because depression is going around and then it's dark too. And the sun hasn't come out yet. It's the sun comes up late and it goes in early. You have more night than you do day. And people are suffering, suffering, suffering for it. You yourself may have even felt some, a little slight down, you know, felt down a little bit or whatever, you know, just trust in God, have faith in God, lay everything else aside and give God some time and praise him and worship him. Call on the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I think it was Perry Stone said one time that every time you say the name of Jesus, an angel can circle the earth 180,000 times, which is the speed of light. Imagine what happens every time you say Jesus, 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 call on his name. There could be some entities around you. There could be something near you that is trying to buffet you. As, excuse me, the Apostle Paul said he had the uh, uh, enemies, uh, how you say, the uh, messengers of Satan that was buffeting him. Look up the word buffet. When something buffets you, it just keeps hitting and pounding up against you and, and, and just trying to make you fall and, and make you feel bad and, and fail. Amen. You'd be surprised if you could look into the spirit and see everything that's around you waiting for you to fail. So with you having God living inside you, one eight, one third of the kingdom of heaven lives within you and you have the Holy Spirit of God living inside of you. Nothing else can live in with him because he doesn't share. Amen. His apartment with the devil. Okay. <laughs> Amen. So you have God inside of you. Ask the Holy Spirit to, to, teach you how to pray, to teach you how to praise God, to teach you how to worship, to ask the Holy Spirit to give you power and give you victory over depression and oppression. Hallelujah. And some of us, the, the oppression and depression comes within our own four walls, comes within our own homes. There's just some things you can't tell, you know, um, and things you notice as life goes through. There are people who like vampires. I call them energy vampires. They're so miserable. They suck the life out of you. Amen. 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 So we have to, like, like the Bible says, David encouraged himself. David encouraged himself. And sometimes that's what you have to do. And that's what I'm get, delivering to you today in this message. I believe that is the message. Encourage yourself, especially in this season. In this time and this season, encourage yourself because when you depend on the Bible says, what is man that thou art mindful of him? If you depend on man to uh, make you happy, you'll never be happy. Amen. Because he won't do it. Not the way you want him to. Not the way God can. Amen. Hallelujah. Not the way God can. You have to encourage yourself. Let me look in First Samuel. Uh, let me look in First Samuel. Let's see. First Samuel chapter 30. Okay. 
And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire. And they took the woman captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. The enemy overtook everything that was of David's. It was David's. Amen. So David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire. Imagine coming back from war and all of your housing and everything, your, your, your children, your, your wives are gone. The, the, everything's burnt down. Amen. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. And David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. <clears throat> These people cried. They were miserable. Everything they were fighting for was gone. And David's two wives were taken captive, okay? And David, it says, verse 6, And David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him. They wanted to kill him. You know, the leaders always get blamed for something, right? The pastors, the preachers, the evangelists, the teachers, amen, the apostles. We always get blamed for everything. The leaders in the body of Christ and it says, for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved. Misery loves company. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. And, but it says, but David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Amen. Amen. And David said to Abithar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abathar brought thither the ephod to David. David got his priestly robe on. He got cleaned up, got dressed, and went about his way. He didn't let the misery of the people around him affect him. And this is what we need to do. Don't let your outside influences, whether it's human beings, whether it's the, the, the sun not coming up, it's gray outside, or you live in a place you'd rather live somewhere else. But don't let your outside environment affect your spirit. That is a very important thing we all need to know right now. And another thing is, no man in this world is righteous. No, not one. So if you have done anything that you are feeling bad about, what if, okay, let's reach down into the bottom of the what if barrel. What if you are doing something that made yourself upset? What if you're upset with yourself? Some of you out there listening to this may have gotten yourself into some trouble that you knew you shouldn't have gotten yourself into. Amen. Don't condemn yourself. That's the devil's job. Repent of whatever it is you've done. If you have to go to somebody and, and repent and tell them, I'm sorry, I didn't mean this. You, you know, it, yeah, it, it's a weird feeling when you admit you're wrong. OK, but, you know, but go up and repent. And God will forgive you. Ask God to forgive you. Ask mankind to forgive you. Whoever you stepped to the toes you stepped on, ask those persons to forgive you. And keep on, keep it moving. Okay, put it in the past because the devil's going to keep trying to bring it up to you 
And he's going to keep trying to make you remember that thing that you have done that God already forgave you for. So think about it. Why would that come back into your mind if God already forgave you for it? Amen. I was watching Sid Roth earlier and he had a woman on there that was telling, testifying about how she had two abortions and she was going to have another baby. She got raped the first time. The second time she got another abortion. The third time she decided to keep the baby. And uh, it was a beautiful, um, special, a beautiful uh, show that Sid Roth had. And um, God forgave her. She said that she went to heaven. She had a vision. She was in heaven sitting on this beautiful bench, a bench that she's never seen before in her life. It was gorgeous, gold on it, blues, beautiful blues and topaz and everything on it. And, you know, she was in heaven. She knew where she was. And two little kids, a boy and a girl, ran up to her and said, we love you, mommy, three times. And they said, we forgive you, mommy, three times and kissed her on her cheek. And the next thing you know, bam, she was back on the bench that she was sitting on in the store or wherever she was in real time. Our time, I should say. You know, so you're forgiven. There's women, you might have had abortions, whatever. You're forgiven. And some of you out there might have raped someone. If you ask God to forgive you, you're forgiven. They might not forgive you so easy, but it's just something you have to work on for the rest of your life. You know, if God forgave you, you're forgiven. It would be nice, though, to apologize, at least attempt to apologize for that thing you've done. Don't just pop up on somebody and scare them to death, but do it in a decent way and let them know you are so sorry for causing them misery and pain. For you parents that got rid of children, amen? Just repent. Ask God to forgive you. And he will forgive you. And he'll take that off of your heart. You know, the only ones that will bring it back up are people who are jealous or the devil. He'll use somebody to bring it back up so that you'll always remember that thing that you've done. Amen. Jesus Christ is our hope. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. He is the only light we need. Amen. He's the main light we need. Repent. Ask him to be your savior. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. All you have to do is just repeat after me. Jesus, I repent of my sins. Forgive me. I accept you as my savior. I believe you died on the cross and rose three days later just for me. I love you, Jesus. And amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's it. Go find a Bible-believing church that preaches the entire Bible, that tells you why the chapters are there, what's the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament, and, and just go to a church. Find a pastor, preacher, teacher who knows that word, because Jesus Christ is the word in print. When you read the Bible, you're reading Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Thanks for listening to me. Amen. Hallelujah. And I pray that your new year, in fact, I decree and declare 
In Jesus' name, the 2022 is going to be the best year of your life. In Jesus' name. Reverend Nessie signing off. God bless you. And to God be the glory for the things he has done.